this character that was portrayed, I don't know that guy. You don't know that guy? I don't know that guy. Okay. But I know him in high school. Welcome to another episode of No Ops Podcast. Your podcast where opposition may be the topic, but the resolution is the focus. I am your host, Naisha D, and alongside of me is my guy, Elijah James Jr. All right, so this is definitely um, a new format. No interviewee approach. Um, Pretty chill. Hope you have a lot of fun. Hope you get to learn just at least a little bit about you two individually. Um, But I think we should just get straight to it. So, excuse me, if you don't mind starting, uh, the guy to my right, introducing yourself, let us know uh, your name, where you're from, and give us like three fun facts about you. Okay. Well, I am Detective Edward L. Pierce Jr. Damn. Um, It's full government. (laughs) It's real official. Right. Uh, I'm formerly uh, a detective. Um, I've been on a job, well, I've been in law enforcement uh, about 20 years now. Um, I started in the corrections, and then I moved on to the uh, police department. Um, I'm married. I've been married for 27 years. I have uh, three kids and a granddaughter. Papa. That's my name, too, Papa. (laughs) Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a, I'm a fun guy. I like to travel. Uh, Where's like your favorite destination? Bahamas. Okay. Uh, I go to Bahamas like every other year. Uh, my wife is from Bahamas. Okay. Or family's from, from the Bahamas, so. It makes sense. We, we go there like, uh, there's nothing for us to go there. It's like our second home. Um, and Where are you from? Uh, born and raised in Newark. All right. Uh, what street? North, North Newark, uh, North 9th Street. Oh, okay. I'm 7th yeah. Avenue, Victoria. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So <coughs> from over that part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I moved to Irvington. Man, where I moved to Irvington? In 80, 83, mm-hmm. 84, I moved to Irvington. Did you have on the sheepskin? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Um. <laughs> And there's reasons behind me moving to Irvington, Irvington which I think I, we will have to save for the next We can definitely save. Because I have, I'm, I have I'm a lot to interested. talk about. All right. What about Mr. Uh, Sharp? Suave. Mr. Mr. Suave. <laughs> uh, the flyest weekend in the tri-state, actually, is uh, one of my names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's going to be funny. Well, okay. let, let him tell it. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. This is factual. I go by multiple of uh, names, a multitude of names. Uh, but uh, for today, I'm Detective Andres LeBron. Uh, I'm a 10-year, full 10-year veteran, going on my 11th year, actually, uh, working nice. on that now. Nice. Uh, in the police department, um, I'm also a combat veteran, 19 years, seven months. 20 days, who's counting? Thank you for your service, sir. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, Almost done with that chapter. Can't wait for that to be over. And I have uh, two beautiful kids and a third from my uh, relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chelsea, who's 11, and Christian, who turned 17 just yesterday. Wow. 17. Yeah, so. Where are you from? Um, originally born and raised in the Bronx, Boogie Down. That's where I spent most of my days. Ooh. And uh, flunked out my freshman year, but we'll, we'll get into the details about that. Uh, moved to Irvington, New Jersey uh-huh. on uh, in 1996. Okay. And uh, fun fact, um, my first day in Irvington, a fiend. I didn't know what a fiend was. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait a minute, from the Bronx? And you don't know what a fiend is? No. Never seen a fiend in the Bronx. Damn. Okay. What? We'll, 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 we'll talk about that. South Bronx. Okay. We'll talk about that, though. Okay. All right. But uh, first, first day, a uh, fiend walked up to me, tried to sell me a uh, turkey and cheese sandwich for two fifty. dollars <laughs> <laughs> True story. Was it wrapped? It was wrapped. Oh, and, uh, how did it taste? Sa- it, I don't know. <laughs> it was the same price from the store. Right. <laughs> 
knew he was from the Bronx. So that was a, a welcome to Irvington right there. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, fun fact, uh, I love to bowl. Are you um, good? Uh, I would probably say yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. probably the best in the department, but, you know, to be modest. Okay. Yeah, you know. Sure. Uh, but, sure. um, yeah, I bowl, I bowl a lot. Uh-huh. Um, as crazy as it may sound, even though I'm in law enforcement and military, kind of like over shooting guns, like therapeutic bars. Some people like going to the range and stuff. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Um. It actually does love fashion, crazy. love fashion, love fashion. Uh-huh. Kind of learned a thing or two along the line from my mentor to my right. Oh, that's okay. What, that, that's what I call this guy, at least. Uh, okay. Don't believe him. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty, I'm pretty chill, you know. Give me some Tito's and Red Bull, and then uh, the night's going to be good. <laughs> um, Elijah, would you like to say anything before I start these icebreakers? No, no, they no. Obviously... Go to it, go to it. All right. <clears throat> you guys going to answer honestly, right? Absolutely. They're the police. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> look, look, Eddie took a deep inhale. Uh, it's really not that bad. I don't have to it's raise not. my hand, do I? <laughs> no. Okay, good. Um, I really wish... Oh, okay. If you had to teach a class on one thing, what would you teach? Hmm. How to make them chicken thighs. <laughs> um, well, it's different from when I, when I came on. And I'm quite sure... Everyone here can say, you know, their different experiences when they came on the job. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to prepare them or try to prepare them for reality, what's, what it's like to be a police officer or a detective. Um, you know, what it meant for me when I came on the job and what it is now, because it, it's changed a lot. Um so who are you teaching? What does your audience look like? These are people that just came out of the academy. These are teenagers. I, I would say people that's just coming out of the academy. Okay. Um, my different experiences on the job, and um, and pretty much like I said, how how it changed from the time I came on to what's going on now. Mm-hmm. It's a different a climate, big difference. Different climate now. All right. Know. What about you? Now you do know this doesn't have to be. It does not have to be work related. Yeah, it have nothing to do with law nope. enforcement. If you want to teach, nope. you know, I, I was gonna, I, I, I was gonna ask that. So I'll answer in a twofold because uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. I'll give you one quick non-law enforcement one, okay. and then I'm gonna give you a law enforcement one because I think it's important, at least to me. Okay. Um, so the non-law enforcement one would probably be uh, the importance of a credit score. Ooh, financial um, literacy. Financial literacy, absolutely, really um, important. And mm-hmm. I studied that. Um, I went to Pillar College. Shout out Pillar College. And I studied business uh, administration and um, organizational leadership. And for me growing up poor, because that's what I grew up, I grew up poor, um, not understanding the importance of a credit score mm-hmm. and having mom uh, open up finger hunt accounts in right, my name and right, not pay the bill and, right. and my credit being mm-hmm. trash before I was even 18. Right. Uh, <laughs> understanding what the importance of it now as a homeowner, uh, it's it's. It speaks volumes. Um, so especially with, with a lot of the officers that we get now can be as young as 18. You know, I, I feel as though, you know, it's something important to teach them. That's a good one. Um, law enforcement side, mm-hmm. um, I always dwell on uh, on self-defense. Mm-hmm. And and what I mean by that, um, I... They could both testify. I'm pretty sure one one day or another. I'm pretty sure they seen me rolling around or something. Um, I do have the second most use of force reports in the entire department. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I don't have is any excessive force complaints against me. Okay, um, and I'm proud of that because to me that tells me that um, I did enough to get the situation under control. But I didn't put that person, no matter what they did, I didn't put that person in harm's way past the point of me taking control of that person. Um, and that's big because especially in today, uh, today's society where we see uh, all these extended tools that we are legally um, able to utilize, I'm not a fan of any of them. If you ever see me in a uniform, I literally have a can of mace, uh, my handgun, and my handcuffs. I don't carry batons, all this extra stuff. I don't carry none of that. Um, I pride myself in, hey, you know what? 
If I grab you, I'm going to grab you. I'm probably never going to let go no matter how big you are until the situation is controlled. Um, and I think if we had more cops that trained in self-defense, um, I think we would um, minimize a lot of these excessive force complaints or these viral videos. Because a lot of them is cops getting beat up, probably never had a fight before. They're getting beat up and then they got to go resort to the next level of force. Right. So I agree. That, that's just how I feel. What about you, E? You want to answer the question? If you had to teach a class, what teach would it? teach a class, what would I teach? Fashion one-on-one. No, I would, <laughs> I would teach. Lord knows we needed some. <laughs> Come on. No, no, everybody's doing good, man. Everybody has their own style. Um, hmm? <laughs> you know, style is all relative to the person. But anyway. Um, you can teach it. I don't know. I don't want to teach anybody anything. I want to learn. Okay. I guess that'll take us to our the next question. Um, would you rather be the funniest or the smartest person in a room? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. I mean, my personality, I'm I'm a fun guy to begin with. I mean, uh-huh. Um Yeah, but why not try to be smart? Why not try to be smart? <laughs> right, right. Okay. Start somewhere, right? Yeah. So we're gonna take it as the smartest person in the room? Absolutely. All right. Can you tell me why? Um, well the smartest person, people wanna hear what that person has to say. All right. And you wanna be heard. Yeah, wanna be heard. All right. <clears throat> Trace. Oh, that's what we call me? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I may I may come up with another name next time. I got plenty of them. Um, well, I would be lying if I didn't say I'm always the funniest person in the room. This I dude am, is I infamous am, for putting titles on I am a complete, <laughs> I, listen, I'm a complete clown. I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, growing up, even in school, I was always the class clown, always. Um, that doesn't really change. I mean, if you ever walk into my office, no matter how serious it may be, I'm going to be cracking jokes. I'm going to be okay. hiking. That was like a subject in Nervington High School, hiking one-on-one. Right. Um, <laughs> and, but I will say that I think, um, you know, I think that was a reflection of growing up poor because you used to get, you didn't want to be the person that got hiked on right. because you didn't have the proper clothes or the right. shoes or the sneakers. So you kind of had to learn to be funny so you could deflect it. Right. But um, I would love to be able to be the smartest person Mm-hmm. In the room, mm-hmm. but being the smartest person in the room usually also means that you're probably the most unpopular person in the room, and I'd rather just be somewhere in the middle and having fun. Mm. So, we going with smartest? No, we going with funniest. I'm going with funniest. All right, me, you want to give me an answer or no? Um, yeah, just the way uh, I don't know, my answer to be a little different. I definitely don't want to be. Smartest in the room because I was told growing up, I was told growing up that if you were the smartest in the room, you need to change your room. Right. Um. So yeah. So I don't want to be the smartest in the room. Um. I don't want to be the funniest. I like being funny. I think I'm pretty funny. Okay. Two more questions. Mm-hmm. What is one article of clothing that someone could wear that you would that would make you walk out of a date if they have it on? What's that one piece of article? Prior to getting married, one, of course. Right, prior. Right, right, right. That's all hypothetical you, shit. You, you have this date. You're sitting down. You're waiting for her. And then she has this on. You're like, oh, nah, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're not leaving no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> He's not leaving. No He's not leaving. Nah, he'll give a fuck you can tell me if you're not leaving. You can tell me if you're not leaving, Eddie. Well, it's... If that's what you, who you are, uh-huh. and that's how you feel, uh-huh. I mean, who am I to say, eh, um, if, if it's too revealing, okay. I would say. Um, You're you know, leaving? If it's too revealing? Well, I can't say I'm leaving. I mean, Ooh. I just, well, tasteful, tasteful, you know, tasteful. Hmm? So, so in other words, you, you want to leave something to the imagination. Yeah. yeah. Well, are we talking like first date or- yes. Yeah, I want I want to be able to talk to the person and not just automatically assume that oh this was this type of person based on what they're wearing. Oh, you're so sweet. 
That's uh, 27 <laughs> years of marriage. Uh, That'll do will it. Will change you. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm looking at your face, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. What's that one piece? So first of all, okay. Uh, whether it's the first date, second date, third date, uh-huh. uh huh, you wear whatever the hell you want. Ooh. However, mm-hmm. you did say one. You said one piece. One piece. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two pieces. Okay. So it's either or, because if it's combined, uh-huh. then I'm just walking out. You, like literally, you getting oh, up. Gotta go. Okay, tell me. Uh, the first piece is gonna be a busted ass pair of shoes. Mm. Because, see, the first thing that I've learned uh, as a man mm-hmm. was that my shoes are a reflection of who I am. Okay. So that is probably why I have a ridiculous amount of pair of sneakers and dress shoes. Okay. Because I said, you know what? There's no way I'm going to have 150 pairs of sneakers and, and a black and a brown two, pair of shoes. A, a, a black and a brown pair of shoes. <laughs> right. Nah, you know what? I want I want oxfords, I want wingtips, I want loafers. Yeah. I, I want colors. Yeah, I want variations. So so the shoes, absolutely. They don't have to be name brand. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a name brand whore. Okay. But they have to be a, a, a nice pair of presentable shoes. I don't want to see no dusty shoes you wore all week and then now you're wearing them on a date. Like dates, usually that's when you dress up, you get your flies, you put your best perfume cologne on, right? Uh The second thing is a a bad wig or Mm -hmm. a bad weave. Like I don't need to see Moses parting your, your, you know, your, your, uh, what what do you call it? A lace front. Uh Oh, don't, don't let me see the little, the little dots all across your forehead Uh because they didn't blend it in properly and (laughs) I I don't need to see all that. Uh To me, that's a bad, I don't want to see that. Okay. So th- those are my two items. Okay. Um, the last question. I really wanted you guys. Oh, I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Ask the question. Answer the question, please. Um, I'm not a fan of these new these new eyebrows and eyelashes. You look Ooh. like Snuffleupagus. <laughs> the ones they put on the, on the cars. Yeah, I, yeah. And the, they the take ones. them off the cars and put them on their face. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of. Uh, so if the she batting. had. The eyelashes on, that was that's it. Yeah, that might be. It. And then the eyebrows. Oh God! It's like oh the no, the combo. Yeah, the both. combo's too much. Okay. What's can I ask you a question? What type of eyebrows? Yes, you can yeah. ask me. A have, question. You seen, have you seen? Um, I don't love this girl. I do, but have you seen Megan Good's eyebrows lately? She changed them somehow. No, I haven't seen it. She changed them somehow. Yeah, is yeah. What they're, he they're pretty formed. Yeah, they're like really. Yeah, they're they're pretty thick formed. and bushy yeah. and. It's just, it's, I don't know. So you don't like him? No. I still like her, though. <laughs> she, she's a goddess. I still like her, though. But I, I, she, she could have left that shit alone. I have a question, though. You want to ask Naisha a question? I want to ask you a question. Yes, okay. I do. Uh-huh. So do you wear eyelashes? I don't. You don't? Never? No. no. So, so you can't even help? Because I'm trying to figure out if it's okay for me to wake up <laughs> and go to the bathroom <laughs> to brush my teeth. And the eyelashes. And, the and have some eyelashes right, right there just sitting there like... Okay, so I have this argument all the time. I'll be ready to throw them in the garbage. I don't wear eyelashes. I do know people that wear eyelashes. Um, I won't necessarily say if it's okay or not okay, but I don't think that um, you know certain things belong on a sink, right, in the bathroom. That's what I think. Like you, your high, whatever is associated with your hygiene belongs on the sink. Um, So I don't correlate eyelashes. With something that's hygienic. Okay. So I don't think that eyelashes should be on the sink. That's it. That's all I can the say. The first thing that popped into my head. Right. I'll make you laugh right now. All, all, you're all going to laugh. When you said eyelashes, right? Uh-huh. Who said eyelashes? You said eyelashes. Yeah. Okay. Everybody remembers that uh, Fresh Prince uh, episode when he was, uh, it was a storm or something and he was locked away with his girlfriend at the time. Oh, yeah. And then she had to start taking everything yes. off, took her, her wig off, took her eyebrows off, uh, er, like everything came off. Boop, uh-huh. boop, boop, boop. Famous actress. I forgot her name at the time, but. Probably Neil Long. Was it Neil Long? Yeah, probably Neil Long. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. But that's, that's the episode like immediately that popped into my head was, oh, let me take this, 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 this. Like so your issue isn't with the, um, the eyelashes. Your issue is just 
how they're it's with the glue taking- the glue never works it just lasts oh. for like maybe a little bit and then it's just like flapping in the wind <laughs> like the glue never works I, I don't it just never works I don't know my wife doesn't wear them so I don't know when, when my girl listens to this she's gonna know that the glue just never works <laughs> She's gonna know it just never works, and and that was definitely a shot at her. Pow, pow, pow. About the uh, eyelashes, about the eyelashes on the, mm-hmm. okay. above the toothbrush. Um. Okay, the last question I want to ask: If you were a wrestler, <laughs> what would be your interest theme song? <laughs> oh shit, Eddie! Wow. <laughs> Come on, pretty eyes. Listen, you gotta know Eddie was was a, a bell stripper at the time. So you asking him what song he Wait, covered? Seriously, his, no. His lead no. song. Is it really? Because I really wanted to know the song that you came out on. There was, was there was this toy, um, not toy, but like kids, a toy, kids, mm-hmm. um, fireman hat mm-hmm. that was in our department from some event that they had with the fire department. It was like you know you give kids little badges, little fire hats, and stuff like that. So this dude would dance with this fucking fire hat, like a stripper. At least once, at least once a tour, right? Yeah. You know what? He used to crack up with that. God bless us all, man. Uh, Tawana. Tawana Thomas. Uh, she yeah. would cry when I was. Oh uh, man, a good girl. Well, I'm a I'm a Prince fan. Oh, so you coming out on Prince? Coming out. Everybody know. Got, gotta be coming Prince. Okay. I, I saw a mask Garden, You remember? I know, Eddie, you told me at least 50 times. Um, wow, favorite Prince song. If it's Prince, I'm going to need you to like sing it just I a little so bit. so many. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just let me hear just a little bit. It's got lots of red. Take us there. Go, man, we, we, How about, I, yo, I, I'm, a, I'm a star. Only Prince I don't know the song. Can you sing it for me? He no, I'm not, I'm not singing. I don't know it. I will. <laughs> you can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but baby, I'm a star. You may not know it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a star. Okay. <laughs> what about you? That's spicy. What's your what's your theme song that you're coming out on? <clears throat> um You know I'm old, right? I'm I'm I mean, we're old. <laughs> Facts. Uh I'm older. Older. So older. I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna go with the last song. So I used to cage fight, but we'll, we'll talk about that at another time. So I'm gonna go with the last song that I actually uh, came out to for a uh, for my last fight, and uh, it just so happened my man from the Last Dragon, Bruce Leroy, he was in attendance. He was. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> the story is epic. Yo, it's, it, oh, it's a real good story. Um, but um, Leroy, and that would be dun. Dum 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 dum. Oh, I had a tiger. Is it? I had a tiger. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's, wow. That's what you're coming out I, on. Oh yeah, I'm coming out on a tiger. So if you remember that song, and you remember whatever movie it's been used in, <laughs> right? it's always been a uplifting. Like it, like it just does something to you. you like can, you it can just, do it. Like yeah, like you just get amped. Okay. It's an old school song, uh-huh. but it like it absolutely just amps you up. And I mean, who doesn't want to be amped up if you're Got a wrestler, you. right? What about you, E? Das effects, microphone check. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about you it. You did I not think about no, it. No, that's off the top. Coming out to microphone check. Microphone check. Mic microphone. I'm coming out to that shit. Wow. See, but that that, that that's straight it. from the sewer. You see yeah. what I'm saying? It, it gotta like, something to amp you up. Yeah. He over here, he coming out making love. So he already, he already, he a love, he one of them all. He's playing, he's playing mental warfare. Because the guy Got don't know you. if he's going to fight him or hug him. Right, right, right. 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 Tackle him or rub him. He don't know. He don't know what he's going to get when he come here right. with the Prince shit. He don't know. I didn't say hello, yeah, so. He, he, like, he's yeah, not it's on, be, on the, It is Prince, though. I mean, he, Prince he's is. WWF. Right. Not WWE. What's WWF? So, he, so, so, so that what WWE, okay. World Wrestling Entertainment. Okay. Used to be World Wrestling Federation. Oh, and then they got sued okay, okay. by the Wild World Wildlife Federation, which is a animal activist wow. organization. Uh-huh. Yeah, they sued them. So then they made them get rid of the F after umpteen years, whatever. So they dropped the F, they put an E. Wow. Um, but WWF is like, we're talking about the original Hulk Hogan, oh, yes. Ultimate okay, Warrior, okay, Shawn yes, Michaels, Bret Hart, okay, okay. 
All the love boys. Jimmy, okay. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. White hair. Dudes with the white hair. Got you. Everybody here with Bob Backlund. Fred Hart. Bob Backlund is. Uh, chicken wing. Come on. Don't play yeah, me. Okay. I'm old school, All right. baby. All right. I don't know. George the Animal still. There All right. So I guess the icebreakers are done. I did have one question, but since you guys don't have your cell phone, maybe you can show me later on. I wanted to ask you to speak about the 12th picture in your cell phone. So I guess I'm pretty sure you guys don't know what the 12th picture is, but... Um, What's the significance of the number 12? Like Why, why the 12th? Oh, I don't know. 13, 15, um, 27. Hmm. I, ha- I have no idea. I you saw that choose. online, right? Because I, I no, I remember somebody saying post the twelfth picture no I matter what it is, 12th. blah blah blah. I did not see twelfth online. I think I see 12th. Um Yeah, I, I just like even numbers. Um oh, I do it. So okay. I just well, it'd probably be my, my granddaughter. Okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Mine would be so fucking random. <laughs> it would like it I hate to say it, but it could be like a fucking dead body, a gun, my daughter, uh bubble gum, like sneakers. It could be I don't Is everything no in your phone? Yeah. He just saw me before we started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and I was scrolling on Facebook, and I saw this funny picture. I forgot the guy's name. He always pretends he's Cardi B. Oh shit! I don't some know. some some you know, some overweight gay guy. Okay. Always pretends he's like Cardi B. But anyway, he had like this really ratchet looking picture. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That would be funny if I put my boy's face on that body. And so I did that. So now all of a sudden, this this funny picture is in my phone. So, so my oh, pic, like my phone okay. would be anything in the world. Okay, okay, okay. E, you want to answer? I'm sure mine is like a beach scene or something because I just came back from vacation. So. Got you. You only got like yeah. 15 pictures in your phone. Okay. No, I got probably 4,000, but I know out of the last 12, it had to be a beach picture because I was on the beach. All right. With these guns out, you know what I'm talking about? With, with, with uh, Nike sandals, guns. I think a Reebok shirt. We're gonna talk about that later. Oh, <laughs> you that type. That's fine. You bro. can't mix. Oh, listen, 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 listen. I'm listening. Fashion guru over here. Get out of here. You know man. he had to go to another country to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> listen, man. I was on vacation. See? Right. It's in a third world country. All, all best is off on vacation, right? They, they are. They really are. Yeah. I wear the short shorts. All right. I don't right. do that shit. I don't so, do that shit. <laughs> so no Nike and no Adidas worn at the same time. That's a full pot. That's but, but no, you know what? It depends on the logos, though. Because you know you got to understand, like, Nike and Adidas, they had the two boldest logos. Biggest. Usually their their gear is really big and bold. Mm-hmm. It was slides. So, mm-hmm. What the fuck? It was slides. I'm sorry. I do feel the type of way about fashion. I feel, I feel like I'm coming for you. I'm sorry. I'm you fresh feel like who's coming no. for you? Me? No, him. Oh, okay, okay. See, see, this is coming from guy. I'm pretty sure he has a pair of Gucci slides, right? <laughs> uh-huh. But no, for whatever not. reason, he decided to wear his Nike slides. Uh-huh. Oh, he, he, just do, he just do a shirt on. He just do a shirt on. But, but you know, it happens. You know, it's, just, it's okay. But yeah, I wonder why he's good about feet though. If I got some vacation, like like like, 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 I mean, like like if I got some Adidas sweatpants with uh-huh. the little logo right here, right? I can it's wear okay. Whatever the hell I want, that's just fine. But if you got like you know, because his, his shit was big. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> and then he had pause, and then he had the uh, you know like but you know I, I was gonna roast him privately though. But I was waiting you to was come roast back. Roast him yeah. privately. Oh, so now he tells the world, right? Well, yeah, but right. I, I had I had it in the memory bank. I was waiting for you to come back from vacation. We were gonna talk about it. I've been back. But he would do the same to me though. God forbid I wore a suit uh-huh. that was oversized. Oh, oh my god, who the fuck or, does or, that? Or, 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 well, no, we like the mixed colors because we we just get crazy. But but if I came with a, a suit that didn't. That was never tailored or fit properly. Uh-huh. Or he let me have it. Because you know better. You would never know. See, see, but, but he knew better too. But he he thought because he was in a third world country, not even third world country, he was in another country. Okay. He thought he was good. Mm. Which yeah. technically he was because he's with he's mama. Not safe. You know, he's good. Yeah, he's good. No, he was good. Uh-huh. See, I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> so I was waiting. I was waiting. I was gonna pull it up. I was gonna put him on summer jam screen. <laughs> so here we are. No one's safe with you. Uh, All right, so. He's when a guest. we I invited him. Right. He did. Right. Thank you. He was terrible. <laughs> and speaking of guests, um, E, when we talk about uh no ops, right? Mm-hmm. I know that you two have listened to no ops enough to answer this question. Oh, absolutely. Tell us one episode um that frustrated you the most and why. Oh. When you had the uh, episode in, um, on Crescent Lane. Mm. 
you took my episode. Go ahead. I, I got to hear Tell his me perspective. Why. Oh, my God. Because the, the Shout person the slope. You, you had on here, Ooh. he- This ain't even made up. <laughs> this ain't, I swear to God, this ain't even made up. Go ahead. I want to hear his perspective on this. He would like make excuses a lot. Um, Do you remember one excuse offhand? Well, when he was talking about the police officers of, of how he was being treated and um, he just made it seem like these cops were just some rugged cops that were just targeting him. Okay. But he, he failed to mention the fact that, I don't know if I can I even say this, um, um, his elements around him. Um, Crescent Lane is is a heavily uh, crip area, mm-hmm. and rolling sixties to be exact, right, rolling sixties. And he was it's a few different sets in there. very much associated 60s, 40s, with this this gang life. Playboy, mm-hmm. so he made it seem like the cop was just coming in there harassing him, but he didn't. He didn't. When it came to the question about you know all the shootings that would happen there and all the drugs we get out of that that particular area. Like it didn't exist. Like we were just cops, just coming in, harassing him. Okay. And, and, you know, and, it, and we, we had a job to do. We was, you know, we knew about the place. Right. So he just made it seem he he eluded a lot of things as far as when it came to questioning or giving an answer, mm-hmm. and always just conveniently go back to how the police treat the community in, in that particular area. Right. That's what it seemed like to me. So it frustrated me. I, I, I was because, very frustrated. I was like, right? oh my God, I can't wait to see uh, E about that. Like, really? How was it? And E was trying to be, I, I guess, being that he, yeah, that he, he. Nah, nah, just, I get it. He asked I, him to come there, so I guess he didn't want to go in on him. Nah, he, it's not, it's not, it's not for me to go yeah, in on him. I understand right. that, that's, but. That's what I like about it. It's, it's, right. it's for this. It's for right, right. the listeners to be like, yo, and have their opinion. Right. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to interject my opinion into anybody's but, mindset. But I can just, I can tell the few times you was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, still... Like, bro, I mean, like, like, come on, bro. Seriously, are we, are we going, going in? I mean, he just made it seem like this cop was going there just harassing people. There was that, a, there was, that's his story, though. It, it wasn't like... Right. Well, it's his story. Yeah, yeah, right. It is his story. But, but if you're going to tell a story, tell everything. Don't mm. just... Mm. Don't mm. just tell... That requires a lot. Part. That does require a lot. Tell everything. everything. Yeah, it requires a lot. You know, the numerous students we had there... Homicides, uh, drug raids. This is not no. This is not the Shield Hills. You know. Uh, you know. This, this is area where a lot of crime happens. So, where do you think cops going to be? Where the crime is at? But I think he did speak on that when he said that. What do you expect to happen if there's no outlet? Basically, like we're in this small, congested area where we're left alone well, and. Treat it like animals. Like, yeah, okay, it's one thing. You may believe that we're treating ourselves like it. But what is the alternative? What can you show me differently? So you have these young kids well, growing up. Yeah, I'm listening. You um, understand? Why, why, what well, here's the thing. are you bringing to us? And, I've always, and I'm a true believer of this. You don't have to be a product of your environment. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Newark. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Irvington. Mm-hmm. I hung around the toughest guys you want to. That you 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 know you you, you could think of, mm-hmm. but I was blessed enough to say, you know what, I don't want to go that route. This ain't wanna, that, huh? I don't want to mm-hmm. go to jail. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be six feet under. So what did I do? You know, I just uh, became a productive person in society. I got a job. You know, I've always had a job. I've been blessed to always have a job. So you can't tell me that you can't make it out. I mean, I. I I, I don't like. I hate when people say that. Oh, this this is why I'm mad. No, you can control your destiny. You know, um, if you want to. That's a good point. But what if someone asks you, um, "Why do I have to make it out of something that I'm already in? Why can't what I'm in? Why can't what I'm currently in be safe enough and good enough and supported and taken well, care well, of?" Well, I'm not saying. Leave the community that you're in. What okay. I'm saying is, is what you do. Is, is, um, you know, you can. I I didn't always live in where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I live in Irvington. I live in North, but I chose to do positive things. So it doesn't have to anything to do with you. You don't necessarily have to leave the community, but 
just be positive where you're at. You I know? understand. I can respect that. I, I before I go in and and ask you the same question to get your answer, I, I can tell by your body language you can't wait to fucking answer <laughs> yeah. this question. Um, Choking the mic, right? I just think that it's very pause. interesting that pause, pause, right. a lot of people <laughs> in law enforcement was frustrated with this episode, whereas people who are in the community was like full support. Like, mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. shit, like you spoke for us, you were the voice for us, we're finally heard. Hmm. Hopefully that um, will bring some sort of change and um, we've been feeling this way for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you. So I would love to hear what you have to say, um, LeBron, about uh, the episode that frustrated you the most. It seems like Eddie took your answer, so Well, he bring picked me in. my episode. Okay, he picked your episode. Um, definitely was the same episode uh, in regards to Crescent Lane. Um, more so because, see, you can come on um, a platform like this and state your point of view, and it may reach a certain audience, right, because um, that audience knows you from a certain time frame, right? Okay. But the problem is you never know who's listening. Mm. So the problem that I have is the same individual that was talking was the geeky kid in high school that was not a thug, that was... A nobody in high school that wasn't a gang member, wow. that played football, you sure you wanna... and was a productive, regular, normal high school person. Mm-hmm. So how were you now, all of a sudden, you graduated high school, and you decided you remained in your element because once you graduate high school, 18 is only but a matter of months, if not already done. Okay. So then you can make your own decisions. Uh-huh. So if you remain a product of your environment after high school, that's a that's on you. But this character that was portrayed, I don't know that guy. You don't know that guy. I don't know that guy. Okay. But I know him in high school. Okay. And I know how he acted in high school. Okay. And don't get me wrong, I wasn't I was the the furthest thing away from a thug in high school. Uh-huh. Although I had a couple fights, um, but I was I was I wasn't a thug. I was always the class clown. You know, I was I was dating the most popular girl in the school. That that was me, right? Wasn't the popular kid though. I wasn't the popular kid. I'll be honest. I just got lucky. I was, I was dating the most popular girl in school, but I wasn't the popular kid. But I was in the mix here and there. Never had no problem with anybody. And at the time, you know, we had all these different gangs, right? But it wasn't even like I hate this. I hate to call them gangs because at that point in time, it was still uh, a group of people that had similar values, uh, definitely similar uh, ethnicities, right? right? And they were just kind of on in protective mode. That's what that was back then. I can go with that. Um, but this kid wasn't in the mix. It wasn't a mix. I think he was a football player. Like, and then that's. Like the most he did. And then so he's talking about all this Crescent Lane stuff. And I'm like, yo, I ran down on the lane several times. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't ever recall having to deal with him. Mm. So it's like. I've dealt with him. So so I'm like, wait, like, who are you? And, and <clears throat> when you say you dealt with him, you probably dealt with him after. And I'm not going to shout no names out, but I'm going to say after the OG from the lane, who I went to school with as well. I dealt with him too. Was probably locked up mm-hmm. and away from the lane. And I went to school with him, with the OG, right? And his two sisters. Mm-hmm. His two sisters were scholars. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, very well spoken. Um, and he was a football player as well. But he wasn't really getting in trouble in high school either. After high school is when he started gangbanging and all this. And I was actually surprised to find out that he was literally what they call an OG in the lane. So you don't think, I'm sorry, you don't think that that could have came from being a product of your environment? You have 
two sisters that are scholars, you're playing football, and you're trying to excel, yet you're in this, once again, close-knit environment where you're forgotten. Um, the community isn't taking care of you. You probably see the police officers and they're treating you like you're not important. You don't think that that played a part in why he probably became affiliated with a gang? So to not take away from when I may come back. But <laughs> yeah, I've been arrested. Fucking, don't fuck it up. I, I've been arrested. That's a big okay. if. I've been arrested. Mm-hmm. I spent a weekend at the fucking youth house. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a product of my environment. But the difference is the product right. in itself. Right. Because you're always going to have two different products no matter where you're at. Because you can be in fucking Hollywood and, and you can be a, a fiend, shit. a piece of shit fiend, right. thief, gotcha. that's looking to, you know, be a predator amongst the successful people. Or you could be one of the successful people. Right. Um. So I am a product of my environment. We all are. I think... Right. And 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 I don't want to speak for these two gentlemen, but I think that we have been so successful in this career field because we're a product of our environment and we understand the streets and we know what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's another, again, that's a whole nother subject in regards to uh, the way certain situations are handled on all these viral videos and stuff like that, you know. I can tell you this, and you can quote me, and you can do your research, but I can, I'm almost 100% guaranteeing you right now that not one viral video you will find that an officer was a product of that environment. They might have came from somewhere else. They got plugged into an environment that they're not used to, mm-hmm. and so their actions were different than what their environment called for. Mm-hmm. They might have been too excessive because they never might have dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Out of the element. You, you know what I'm saying? Because scared. We, 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 That's all it is. I hate to say it, but fear. Scared, fear, scared, fear is, is, scared is a prime example of it. Yeah. Because guess what? Somebody can come up to us and say, fuck you, fuck your mother, right to our face. Freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is what it is. But to some people, if you ain't from it, right, like, if you ain't from that environment, that shit hit different. if you never heard that before, it hit different. Yeah. Then it hit different. And again, you know, like I said, I'm I'm yeah, like I'll say some because you know, the first time I've ever in my life experienced racism was in basic training. I never knew what racism was. I grew up in the Bronx where it was black and brown. Melded heavenly. Right. Like it was like nothing you've ever seen. Like I've, I haven't even seen it, to be honest with you, in New Jersey, and Irvington, nowhere else. The block I grew up on to this day holds annual family day events and it's black and brown. It's intertwined. You don't know the fucking difference. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever got called poppy in my fucking life was when I moved to Irvington. Never knew what the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. But when I moved to Irvington, it was only five Hispanic families. That went to Irvington High School. Five. And four out of the five hung out with each other. That was the Spanish clique. Mm-hmm. I wasn't with the Spanish clique because that's not how I was raised. Right, right. I, right. I was, I, I don't want to say hood, but I didn't see black and brown. And, and, and it was crazy to me because all my relationships, whether it be with females or, um, with friends, males, right, went to the African-American side, right? But it wasn't because, oh, that's what I chose. I wasn't a pretender. No, I was I was still me. I was still speaking Spanish. But it was just, again, I was a product of my environment. Right. And it was just black and brown. And it was just so melted together in the Bronx that I didn't know what it was. So just to recap back to this. I'm look. I'm listening to that podcast, to that episode, and I'm like, "What? Well, like, what the fuck are you talking about?" 
Like, where was all this energy before? Like, where when did you, this come but from? But wait, but when you speak of before, are you speaking of high school when you knew this person? Because being in high school for between the ages of 14 to 18, let's say maybe 14 to 17. Mm-hmm. Shit changes. Shit definitely yeah, changes yeah. at 18, between 18 and 25. So are you holding him accountable or are you looking at him just as the person that you've known him to be during high school? Or is this something that you've had interactions with him post high school and you're saying like, yo, this is a character? So here's my thing. I've never, and I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a grown ass adult. I'm 38, and I've never seen someone uh, show zero signs in high school years, right through that prime 14, like you said, 14 to 18. That's prime. Figure out who you may be, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, we do make mistakes. We change in life, blah, 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 right? Right. But I've never seen someone go from, we'll say, the silver spoon, private school, hey, how you doing, to the fucking thug life after 18. I've never seen that. I've never seen it because, realistically... If you wasn't brought up in the struggle, then you're pretending. And if you decide you want to start pretending at 18, then that's on you. You you wasn't raised that way. You wasn't brought up that way. You didn't carry yourself that way. So now all of a sudden, you're 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 what? You're you're super thug? I don't think that. I don't, I don't think, think that. I didn't get that from him. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. You know, I've been I've been here. Like this is my hood, like I've been here. I, I never had an interaction with him, but I don't, I don't, I didn't get that from him. And maybe because I never ran into him, I didn't have a preconceived notion of who he was or who he may have been. So I had to take him at face value. Like I just met him, so I'm taking him his story for what he's telling me. Cool, and, and, and I'm with that. But I, I think as the episode got released and I got all this crazy feedback from from it, I think Slope was here. Speaking for his community, speaking for, I think he was telling everybody's story. I don't think he was necessarily telling his, his story right, I can agree. fully. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, I heard people like, yo, I can tell you wanted to go, da, da, da. Not, I didn't want to go in because I don't know him. But certain things he said, of course, I got a rebuttal to because I know in his mind the opposition. I know mm-hmm. who you're talking about. I know, right. I know the character of these people. I don't know your character, but like some, 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 something so simple as when he said uh, the cops came up from the basement with the ski, mask, the ski mask on, hoping that mm-hmm. something would pop off. And my first question was, was it winter? Was it time? winter? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. I'm like, so why the fuck would they have on a ski? So, like, so like we're not allowed to be cold. This yeah. Shit. So like, because I know nobody, I know yeah. not no, I can't say nobody. I can't speak in percentages completely. But what I will say is the people I've grown to know over these years are not just going to throw a ski mask on to get a reaction from you. It's not happening. We'll probably just go. Yeah. Like normal people. So so I don't think he was here. I don't think he was here necessarily telling his story. I, I'm not tearing Slope down. I appreciate him coming on here. Um, I just feel like he was telling the story. He was telling the Lane story. And that's it. The perception of the Lanes. And, and, and But let, let, let me say that's this. That's what right. I got from it. Let, let me say this, right? So- even with that, right? Don't get me wrong. Whenever I rolled up in the lane, me in particular, I've always had the respect of everybody that I went to school with. Because again, I told, like I said, I was always that neutral guy. I was, I was friends with everyone. So I've had, I've never had a problem, zero problems with him at all. Even the OG that we're talking about, right? When he saw me. He would come up to me and he would dap me and hug me because we spent four years together. He knows I know his his, his sisters, right. and and you know it was some type of we'll say childhood love there, right? So I've had zero problems with any of these so called you know big shots at the lane. One person in particular, there was an issue with, and. I didn't know him. He didn't know me. That changed very quickly one day. And 
to this day, his rebuttal was, you got that, LeBron. And that's what it is. It's, I love the fact that both of you chose the same episode. That was a powerful episode. It was a very powerful episode, and that's why it was number three um, on the most listened to episodes on wow. Spotify. Mm-hmm. It would have been number one. It would have been number one. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, you're never going to beat your intro part right. one and two. Plus, right. we dope, though. Everything. But yeah, on well, top yeah. of that. So everyone's like, wait a right. minute. I mean, the lane is all right, but we dope. Episode right. one was like, yo, right. let me listen. Episode two was like, I want more. Right. So you're never going to beat those two. Understand right. You're never going to beat those two. But as a number three, if that you would if, if, if have used that episode, I'll tell you right now, if you would have used that episode um, this year, mm-hmm. right, it would have been your number one episode. Mm-hmm. Because it was that powerful because it was, um, you know, a correlation of the hood right. and policing. Right. It was a very a powerful A great episode. representation. It was a very of, powerful Right. Bridging we want, I want more, man. Like, we listen, man. We have I been think on he chance, should come I've been, back I've been with on chance. Oh, an he officer. Definitely, you know he going to eat right. no slope. Right. <laughs> as soon as this shit, as soon as this release, he in your inbox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Slope. Relax, relax, relax. relax. So, but it's like, all good, slope. Listen, right. man. I've been... You know, I never had a problem with him. I've been looking. There's um, a specific a person dope. I'm looking for. I've been looking for for like, for like two months now that I'm trying to get to come on because I think from Chancellor Union, I, I think he would have something to say. I don't need to say his name until he gets here because I got to meet him first. I got to not meet him. I know him. I just got to catch him in the hood. I've been riding around, riding around looking for this dude because that's what that's what's going to make the difference. Like I don't want this to be, we don't want this to be a cop show. It's not a cop show. It's right. It's really- a people show, a community show. Like mm-hmm. I want, I want to hear both sides. Like the passion that you two just spit about this episode is is the same passion. But see, here's the thing. Here's the difference. Like the passion you two just spit about that episode for Crescent Lane is the same venom, the same passion that people speak about law enforcement. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, for, the problem is it's always heard different. Like right. Slope can come on here and say fuck the police and da 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 da, and you got it. Cool. I'm not. I don't take that personally. You saying fuck? You saying fuck? An idea. It right. ain't. It ain't me. Like, you don't right. know me. It ain't me. So I don't. I never take it personal. Fuck that. That don't mean shit to me. But if a cop, somebody that represents the the movement or whatever it is, says fuck Crescent Lane, oh shit, we gonna have to like we gonna have to put out fires. So so, but right, but that's right. but that's the that's the bridge we're trying to cross. Like we're trying right. to gap that. We're trying to bridge that gap. Right. We, we're saying like, yo, listen. We're all humans, so Slope feels passionate about his incidents with the police or his family or his people's experiences with the police. Well, the police feel passionate about our experiences with whoever right. we interact with. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the light we try to turn on. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, just he can have an opinion. I just want your opinion to be more fact-based. With some validity. Yeah, more fact-based, more experience-based than just a fucking feeling. Like you felt this way, and now you think that's what it is. No, nah, that's how you felt in that moment. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think having facts, of course, um, helps. But I think in any way, someone can articulate Shout out to whatever. Ted. Shout out to who? Teddy. Oh yeah. Teddy With- B. Absolutely, I love Ted. We had a, we had a conversation today about fact based opinions, and, and Ted, it just Teddy B. Shout out to Ted. Um, Teddy Ted. Anyway, oh, man, I love Ted. You know I love Ted. Any way that um, and happy birthday too. Happy birthday, Teddy oh. Ted. December 15th, not today, but December 15th will be his birthday. Teddy so. with the good hair. Happy birthday, Happy Ted. birthday, right. Ted. Um, whether it's fact-based or not, I think that it's important for any story to be told because it um, initiates that dialogue, right? It, right? it provokes something. So whether it's Slope or anyone else that comes in and says, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this, with no facts, that's still enough. Because that's his story, mm-hmm. that's how he feels, and and that should be respected. But I think it's very, very important that when someone comes out and tells that story, is respected. And I think it's really important that we have a counter. Like, shit, I don't feel that way. But what right. about this? Like, you know what I'm saying? We was at the same place at the same time going through the same thing, but you took it one way and he took it another way. That is important in order to bridge that gap, because at the end of the day, we are all humans and um, we kind of share similar stories. So I think that is pretty dope that you guys had um, the same episode because 
We heard it a lot. Oh, like God. our DM was on fire. Yeah. I even when that episode when was said, released. Said, <laughs> <laughs> <I said>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that slope episode. That right. slate episode. I don't know. Okay, man, I, I, man. That was a good episode. I mean, it really was. It was good. Um, you know, I'm hoping. Uh, I'll speak this into existence. Please do. But um, I'm hoping that you guys are able to reach out and get Fat Boy on this episode. I mean, on SSE? this talk, Fat Boy. Oh, I'll, I'll reach out to him. Um, the reason why is because, you know, I remember dealing with Fat Boy. Mm-hmm. He was Chancellor and Star. He was, uh, right. uh, you know, that, that whole... I ain't, ain't going to name the names. Right. But he was in the mix. He was in the hood. He came up with nothing. Mm-hmm. With nothing. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to your question. Would you rather be the class, I mean, not, not class, not the funny person in the mm-hmm. room or the smartest? Mm-hmm. He was always the funniest. And he would talk his shit. Right. But look at him now. He right. took his talking shit and his funniness and he got the fuck out. Touche. What? Well, that's that's he still a mix. gets back. He still gets back. He he was actually probably the smartest person in the right. room. Right, but but he got and the just fuck changed out. his room. But he got right. the fuck out. Right. And tr- trust and and trust and believe. Room. I don't know how many times he'd been arrested, but I used to fucking run him off the corners. Right. You know, uh, especially over mm-hmm. Chancellor and Stai. I can name everybody in this crew. I used to run him the fuck off. Mm-hmm. But he's a prime example. Like you don't. You can be a product of your environment. But you get to decide what type of product it is yeah. that you put in that. Facts. I agree. Or negative. I agree. So you said whether well, it's positive or negative. So right. let's go with negative. So on December 10th, 2019, Jersey City had a shooting, leaving mm-hmm. six dead, including police detective, two suspects, three civilians, and over 100 gunshots. Right? Do you have any information on that? Um, and what are your thoughts? Or what are your thoughts about? The situation. When you say information, what do you mean information? Um, do you know what happened? And if you know, well, of course, what the media is telling you, um, what are your thoughts? Like, just the uh, law enforcement officer approaching someone and then... See, that's the well, thing. I, I only I, I, know... I don't think we what, have enough facts. Yeah, I only okay. know what the media says. There's so not enough facts know. to really... Okay. Um, and just, just to let that. you know, like... World, don't think like I know. You, I know you think it's like one uniform and that shit just yep. goes all over the world. I know personally what you know, like just what News Twelve is saying or what ABC right, is right. saying. Mm-hmm. There's no background information right. like this sneaking this little yeah. memo saying, "Hey, this happened." Nah, yeah. I just know. I just know what you know. Like it's funny because my man, shout out to Lee. We had this conversation. Um, Last night he was asking me about it, and and he now this is the thing about fucking Lee. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this, Shout out to Lee, right. right? King. <laughs> this is the thing about Lee. Lee asked me some shit. I know this motherfucker my entire life. He'll ask me some shit like, like I got some inside scoop. My man, we done had these conversations a thousand times. You know, if I know, I will tell you. If I don't, well, fuck, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So he hit me with the you know the Jersey City shit, and I'm like, yo, I don't only know what um what's been. And put you know portrayed in the media. I don't I don't know anything else. Like he asked me about the the rest in peace the detective who was killed and and the interaction. I said yo I don't even know how he ran across them. I don't know if he was investigating something. I don't know if right. they recognized him as an officer. I don't know anything. Okay. I just know what everybody what everybody else knows. So for me to give uh, um, an opinion would be would, I saw me use a bullshit ass opinion because I don't even I don't even know enough about it. So. Being someone that's not in law enforcement, is that just you guys playing safe? Like, oh, okay, I can't give my opinion because I don't know all of the facts. Um, whereas, you know, there may be people who come together, whether it's text thread or whatever, and chilling and say something about it. Is that because I know there's going to be people that are not a part of law enforcement and it's going to say like, oh, should they just not say nothing because they're a part of, um, you know, law enforcement? What do you say well, to those it's, it's particular not people? Just that. And like he was you know, alluding to is um, we based our careers on facts. Okay. And we, and we just don't, well, uh, you might get a story from one officer mm-hmm. and said, oh, this is what happened. And you might get another story from another officer. Oh, no, that's not what happened. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. So until you get all that information, like the facts, 
you know, I don't like to talk about stuff that I don't know because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So for me to sit up and say, well, this is what I heard and that could be totally wrong, you know? And I'm that's, happy. That's how I about that. I'm happy that the reaction was this. Um, I'm happy that I don't know if I should say apprehension, but I'm happy that you guys didn't just run to the answer because, like Elijah stated, you know, this uniform is everyone. Like if if it happens to one police officer, all the police officers know what's going on, and then it's like complete backup support without mm. knowing the facts. Right. Um, and then there are people who would say, um, but what fact? Like, okay, wh- where are you getting these facts from? Who's actually writing these facts? Because it's always like y'all are lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I find it interesting that you guys, you know, stated that you can't really speak on it because you don't have all of the facts um, because the community has a lot of shit to say. What, mm-hmm. what I will say, though, is um, I think everything that comes out from this point forward, unless they somehow, but but then it depends on how you your mental live. If you think everything's a conspiracy theory or everybody's working to cover something up, then you're never gonna have right. a basis. I think everything now is gonna be an opinion because if, from my understanding, the two people involved have been killed. So unless there's a manifesto somewhere sitting on somebody's dresser where they wrote down, "This is why I'm doing A, B, and C." Which they said it was. Oh, okay. See, I didn't even hear that. It's something very similar. So then, good. Then, good. Then, yeah. then, so you might. So you might be able to get a reason on why these things happen. I didn't hear that since I'm not in the news every day. That ain't my life. Mm-hmm. I got a little daughter. I don't give a fuck about that else. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> so it's like uh, you know. So unless there's something written where somebody had a journalist said, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna go do this because of A, B, and C." How how do you get what really happened? All you can do is go from the evidence. Right? There's some shell casings here. Um, you, you know what I mean, and that's what I think. That's what people outside of law enforcement don't get, like watching TV, because on TV, every fucking thing has a conclusion, mm-hmm. like a solid conclusion. Like they tell you this is why it happened, okay, but that ain't how shit happened in real life. Like you and it's can't done in sixty minutes, right, or thirty. So it, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's impossible um, when you don't have someone. Speaking for themselves, unless they wrote, well, if you wrote it down, you're speaking for yourself. Other than that, it's just you, you, you look at that evidence and you're piecing things together. And and this is what the, and you'll hear in these press conferences, this is what the evidence shows. Mm-hmm. Because that's all you really got. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you're not supposed to um, put your opinion, your spin on some shit. You go with the, the evidence, the facts. Those are the facts if that's the only thing you got. What do you have to say, LeBron? Because I'm looking at your face. Um. So first and foremost, you know, my condolences to Jersey City PD. Absolutely, um, for sure. I got quite a few friends, uh, military members in that department. One of the black belts from the school is uh, Jersey City Captain. Yep. Yes, he is. Shout out to Ben. Um, so, you know, they're completely affected by it. Um, the detective, uh, Detective Seals, to, be, to put his name out there, you know, rest in peace. Detective Seals, you know, father of five. Um, you know, it's it's heartbreaking uh, what transpired. Um, and, you know, th- there are some facts out there. Um, I know you touched on it just briefly, but, yeah, there there is uh, evidence that uh, the, the parties involved um, were targeting uh, Jews and police. They put that out there prior to the actual attack. They were prepared for it. Um, I've been, like I said, in the military 19 years, uh, six, seven months now. Uh, been to war and the whole nine yards, right? So um, in my opinion, this is the closest that we're going to get to a domestic terrorist attack. Make no mistake, you can be politically correct and not classify it as such, but it is a domestic terrorist attack. Hmm. They uh, targeted a specific religion. They uh, targeted a specific uh, demographic, which is uh, police, police officers. Right. Um, and even the videos. Um, the videos are clear. That's one right. thing. Um, you know, it's crazy that people uh, are upset. 
that people would take out their phones and record instead of ducking, dodging, dipping. But you know what? This is a day and age where everything is recorded. Absolutely. Um, so with that being said, um, you know, if we didn't have these video recordings, we really it would take weeks, maybe even months to figure out what the fuck really happened. Right. Right. But it's very clear what happened. Um, you can see it in one of the videos. When they get out of the U-Haul, they didn't even park it properly. They got out of the U-Haul, straight long guns, and started offloading into this Jewish supermarket. Right. Uh, with pedestrians walking right by. They were very clear on what they wanted to, to accomplish. Um, but even with that being said... Um, it was the 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 way that it was handled. I think was phenomenal. It was multi jurisdictions that just responded. Everybody that was nearby, state. they responded. Yeah, you know, um, it was a unison. Um, like it's, it's sad, but you know, you you can you can probably compare that to nine eleven, which I remember. You know, like the back of my hand. Um, that's what it was. It was you know, it was a very tragic incident that. You know, anybody, somebody shopping, an owner, walking by, didn't matter who you were. To them, it didn't matter at that point. Um, and unfortunately, you know, we, we, we lost an officer, a detective, you know, uh, in the process of it. A fa- like I said, a father of five. Um, and also the other victims, too. Right. No, absolutely. We lost, um, you know, we lost of the a co-owner, a female. Yeah. I, I forgot yeah. her name, but a, a co-owner. Um, but yeah, we everyone is is you know on their heels right now and affected by it, whether or not you're in law enforcement or not. Because at the end of the day, this what this happened on a busy street. Anybody could have got in it. the middle of the day, and it didn't matter. No, in multiple no. locations at right, that. Right. Like, yeah, and, it, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, I was a little disturbed by one video. Uh, because. The gentleman, it was two guys in an apartment across the street from the U-Haul on the same block as the actual supermarket. They're recording. They got great footage of everything. Boom, 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 boom. I hope they kill at least three cops. That was my next question. Tell me what type of character that person is. Yeah. You know, you're hoping for something like that. Mm -hmm. Not understanding that at the end of the day, we're fathers, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. Sons. Sons. You know, daughters. Right. You know, and you're hoping. Yeah, no why, shots why to the females. Hope- I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Daughters, absolutely. Why, why are you hoping that? You know, again, and that just goes broken back people, to man. Those are, those people are no, broken. but like you said before, that goes back to one uniform is in all uniforms, one badge is in all badges. You know, don't compare me to the bad apples if I'm not the one doing bad. Right. Oh, your your experience, and, your bad experience. And let me say something to that. Um, because it has been the most consistent rebuttal. Thank you for listening to No Ops Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our tiny space, but we also hope you'll take two seconds out of your time to subscribe, like, comment, share, tell your friends, tell your community, go to work, let them know all about us. Until then, we'll see you on the next episode.